Spoiler alert. And welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed by the great minds at Scavengers Network to last forever. I am James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I am Colin Parker, one of your other hosts. This show uh, is assembling the MCU timeline one scene at a time in historical order until, God, I don't know, until the sun crashes into the earth, which is not how that would work, I think. But I'm going to say that that's what's going to happen. It'd be bad if it did. Yeah, that's my prediction. <laughs> the, the, okay. The, all right. Put me down for that. Who logic, had I guess. sun crashes into the earth? Uh, Colin did. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're all like dead, so there's no such thing as money at that point. But like, I'll have like the clout in heaven, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, I probably, I'm probably not going there, but still. I'll be like, down here, toss it. <laughs> Just like free palming Pod- up. Podcaster heaven. You never have to edit. Sound is always great podcast podcaster heaven is is probably just hell right well it depends on if you like podcasts or not yeah that's fair that's fair (laughs) so uh today in this episode we're going to be talking about the year 1693 a lot of the things that we've talked about before happened like i mean came out quite a few years ago this is our first one that's like right same year as the Ooh, so you know spoilers. what spoiler alert for wandavision if you have not gotten yeah. through it all if you have not caught up or whatever go watch it before you listen to this scene because i'm telling you it will actually yeah. spoil some things so for sure also oh yeah spoiler episode uh spoiler alert for this whole episode honestly there is no need for a why this year because it is firmly established in the chiron of wandavision Season one, a.k.a. the only season, episode eight, (laughs) which is called Previously On, because they were real cute with their uh, their TV stuff on that show. Um, Hey, this is fun. This is our first, like, modern. I know, right? This happened. Yeah, this aired. uh, We're recording this on May 28th. This aired three months and two days ago. That's Um, really cool. It Yeah, it aired on uh, February 26th, 2021. Uh, to watch this scene, you're going to hit play on the episode and stop it at 5.47 when the scene's over. And it, I think, it's goes to probably credits very or something. Obvious. You'll, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it's a it's a, it's a a hard cut. A um, couple of IMDb things we have. Uh, it's directed by Matt Shackman, uh, who directed all of the episodes of WandaVision. And he's the executive producer of WandaVision. Um, he also did one episode of The Boys, uh, that hmm. uh, Amazon show which i haven't Mm -hmm. watched uh two episodes of game of thrones 43 episodes of it's always sunny in philadelphia wow uh one episode of heroes reborn um and then he also has some interesting acting credits he was in the pilot episode of good morning miss bliss which is the uh 
Saved by it, it's what became Saved by the Bell after they That's, realized okay. that I was Good like, Morning I've was close. I've heard yeah. that recently. Yeah. What show is that? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Then Haley Mills as Miss Bliss, and then they're like, Hey, you know these kids? They're pretty good. Let's. What if we? What if we fire Haley Mills? And Haley Mills is like, What? 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 And they're like, Nothing. It's good. Here's here's a sandwich. And she's like, Ah, yes, sandwich. I love them. I imagine Haley Mills sounds exactly like Patrick Stewart as done by James Anderson. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll he, say if I don't know someone's voice, they either get like a very, I'm sorry, <laughs> what are you talking about? Or they're like, uh, what? what? Like, what is this? Like, they're like very like they've like never spoken to another human being. Correct. Dude, yeah. I don't know what's happening, man. And it's like, oh, Derek, it's OK. It's OK, Derek. You don't have to understand. He's like. Okay, thanks, guys. I'm just gonna like <laughs> hang ten over there, man. They're like, sure, Derek, <laughs> not a problem. He also, Matt Shackman was also uh, friends with Kristen Anderson Lopez in college. She is one of the interesting co-writers of Frozen and Book of Mormon and uh-huh. stuff like that. Uh, and also, weirdly enough, has... Winnie the Pooh, which is like a weird I, yeah. thing to me. Yeah. I always think that's very funny that it's like, <laughs> I mean, Frozen is like a pretty big drop off from Book sure, of Mormon, yeah. but then like yeah. Pooh Bear. I feel like it's even further. It's did did she do Book of Mormon too? She, I know she did. I know she did Frozen with her with her husband, uh, like Robert Lopez. But right. I mean, I'm sure I'm, there's I'm something in between those two. Because Chris, Chris, it's funny because Kristen Anderson is literally my wife's name. So um, yeah, it's a preface it with a Lopez for sure. She, Wonder Pets, Bear in the Big Blue House. Oh. Anderson Lopez and her husband wrote and produced music for the 2021 series WandaVision. So mm-hmm. yes. they wrote uh, pertinent, but also, uh, you know, maybe future they did, a little um, bit. They, did, they wrote uh, Agatha, it was all, Agatha along. all Along. Yeah. yeah. Which I feel yeah, like, exactly. it, like the second you hear it, I do feel like it is very yeah. obvious that it was like. All along, all along. It well, was I mean, Agatha the thing is, like, along. it was very clearly like them or someone from like Broadway and stuff like that. It was, it, very strongly resembles many Broadway sure. tunes, in my opinion. For sure. Um, For now, sure. granted, it is also very much like a you know nineteen sixties style, like sure, ooh, like this well, is spooky kind of sound. But like it, it still yeah. very much sounds like so many musicals. I mean, again, Book of Mormon, like with their uh, spooky Mormon hell dream, it like right. very much sounds kind of like that, like feel, you know, like to the to well, the and I'm, music, yeah. I'm sure that they were also going for something like Wicked, too. Possibly. Which is, and also just now I was like, we'll talk about it in a sec, but just now I was like, yeah, and Idina Menzel was in this. And I was like, no, James, no, no, no. That's another. Uh, that's the other thing. And also, that's not her in this. But uh, so <laughs> th- that is uh, director Mac- Matt Shackman. Um, this episode is credited as being written by Laura Donnie. Uh, this is her only credited episode, but she was a staff writer. So I'd imagine... Each, per, you know, each person got credited with one because they took it home and made most of it. But then they all sort of worked on it. So right, like people do like treatments, for, but there's someone who writes essentially right. like the core story of it, like the like the like the first draft and stuff, and then they right. take it back to the writers' room and and, and work on it. So <clears throat> here is the synopsis of the scene that takes place in 1693. Agatha Harkness is put on trial during the 1693 Salem witch trials accused by her coven of practicing dark witchcraft. It's important to emphasize the dark because they are a bunch of witches in a coven. Um, Bound to a stake, she claims to her mother and coven leader, Evanora, that she has no control over her powers and that she didn't break any of their rules. 
Nevertheless, her fellow witches attempt to execute her by projecting light beams into her body to drain her life force. But Agatha utilizes her dark magic to reverse control of the beams and kill her attempted executioners. Evanora tries to execute her daughter herself, but she too falls victim to Agatha's magic. It's kind of like, Colin, you stand accused of being able to take bullets and turn them around and kill people that shoot them at you. Therefore, you shall be executed by us firing guns at you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hope it's not true. Well, it, but if it is, it's really hmm. weird. I'll tell you, the the the, the logic <laughs> of like those days was baffling yeah. to me because, yeah. like, the whole thing of like, okay, for other people, right? They would go, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to throw you into the river, tied up to something, so that there's no way that you could swim away. If you do float to the top, right? It's like. It's this thing of like, uh, you know, you're a witch and then we know to kill you, right? Right. So like if you do float to the top, they'll just murder (laughs) you anyway, right? But then if you sink and you die, they go, I guess she wasn't a witch. But it's like either way, you you do get got. And so like in this situation, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, hey, the thing that you're accused of of standing up against it, which is like this magic or whatever, right? You know, we're going to kill you with that magic. But the thing is, if you don't know that magic, you're like... Oh no 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 no! That will kill me. Like and they're like, that's <laughs> right, but the point. It's the other. It's 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 one step further than that too, because it's like we're accusing you of the power you have. Is the thing that we are going to be completely vulnerable to? Should you have it? We're yes, going to assume no, you don't. True. In fact, you know what it is? It's them saying, "Here's what we're going to do. We're going to drown ourselves, and if we yeah. float, you're not a witch. You're a witch. But uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But if we drown." You're not a witch, so it's fine. And it's like you're <laughs> you're gonna willingly kill yourselves. To, and they're like, "Yep, don't worry about it, because we know that you're gonna, you know, we know you're gonna, you know, make us float." And it's like, yeah. "But I'm I'm really not going." And they're like, "Oh, okay, here we go. I'm going under." <gasps> That's the sound of me holding my breath. By the way, I mean, I'm sure people figure that out, but you know, it's it's that thing where it's like, and if you float and you survive. You need to come back to us so that we can kill you. So please don't yes. like run up. <laughs> well, I imagine someone just like follows them, you know, like goes right. down river right. with them. Uh, just right. has like a, I'm, they had guns by then, right? They just have like a musket. Yeah. They, yeah, they, got, a, like they got a single fire. the river and they go, hmm. I don't think anyone can hold their breath for 10 minutes. So I think we're probably fine. <laughs> go home. Unless. Um, unless they're a witch. Oh my God, James, you cracked it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right, so let's get into a couple of more IMDb things. Uh, Agatha is yep. played by Catherine Hahn, the incomparable Catherine Hahn, uh, who, comic book-wise, um, she was Doc Ock in Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how much of comic book this is, but, uh, oh, that's right. Um, she was Lily on Crossing Jordan, which isn't necessarily a, a comic book thing, but it was created by Tim Kring, who also created Heroes. Oh, so okay. She she um, was discovered uh, by an NBC casting director at the Williamstown Theater Festival. And then she got cast as Lily in Crossing Jordan. Does she have um, like a also, six degrees to Kevin Bacon by any chance? I would imagine so. Because at the end of the day, Kevin Bacon was in an X-Men movie, which is not MCU, but it is a comic book hero movie. So if you have six degrees to Kevin Bacon, you're related to the comic book movie... Right? That's how that works, right? I believe so, yes. Isn't that, hold on. I, isn't that you used game? to be able to like, just look up bacon numbers, but hold on one sec. 
This is important. I don't know why that was so funny. Like the, it's like you know, like the Dewey Decimal System, the Bacon numbers. Like, <laughs> all right, let's see. She is two because she was in How Do You Know with Ron McClarty, who was in Enormous Changes at the Last Minute with Kevin Bacon. So there is one heard person of either of those movies or that person. Me neither. Oh, how do you know is Reese Witherspoon, Owen Wilson, Paul Rudd, and Jack Nicholson in a romantic comedy by James L. Brooks. It could not have a more star-studded cast for a movie I've never, ever, ever heard of. That's crazy. Yeah, I was, that's a wild cast <laughs> list. And then uh, Ron McClarty wrote it, looks like. Anyways, all right. So uh, that is Catherine Hahn. She's also uh, fantastic in things such as uh, Parks and Rec and... Mm-hmm. Um, Wanderlust. And everything that she's ever been and, in. And, and also just go through her filmography and just watch it because she's fantastic. Catherine, we know we know you're a big fan of the show, so thank you so much for yeah. supporting the show. Catherine Fawn of our show. Yeah. Like. Well, not, not anymore after that one, right? <laughs> no, but hey, you know, as we always say, any episode you want. I mean, obviously yeah. not this one because we just hit it up, but like. There's plenty coming up, uh, so I'd redo this one. <laughs> you know what? Fair. I would just I would just call it take two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, put it um, out there. All right. So then the uh, Evan Nora, the only other credited person in this scene. I have a, a bracketed thing here for other witches, but nope, they don't get credited. Um, <laughs> Kate Forbes is who is the woman who plays Evan Nora, and this is her first and only Marvel role. And if I recall correctly, like she's done like three things, and this is this is one of them. So certainly her her biggest comic book thing because it is her only comic book thing sure so now let's talk about uh agatha harkness as a comic book character she made her first appearance in fantastic four number 94 in january of 1970 um before we get uh into i want to tell you the plot of this comic book sounds so good i want to recount it to you absolutely Uh, hit me but before that let's do a quick segment of alias investigations oh here we go i love this we've we've like okay Quick peek behind the curtain here. Uh, James and I have been talking like like nonstop about <laughs> like segment ideas because I introduced like the concept of, okay, now okay. that we're a few episodes in, I think it's time to start building up those segments. Like we've got our, yeah. you know, we've got our, uh, our sea legs. Like let's start building sure. the boat that we're currently afloat um, on. Right. Right? Uh, right. And so we have like a whole list of them. And like, this is, uh, this is the first time we've actually broken this one out. So this is yeah. very exciting. I'm very excited about this one. <laughs> I don't know if we'll have enough time between when we record this and when it comes out, but I'm hoping that we'll actually have music for these segments yeah, as well by then, sure. because that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm really excited about uh, having a full, a very segmented show is, is, is going to, is going to be really fun. I agree. Um, so she has uh, three aliases, Agnes, Auntie Agnes and the nosy neighbor. So uh, that this has been Alias Investigations. Alias Investigations. <laughs> her name, Auntie, her name, and a general uh, description of her. That's how you get nicknames, people. That's, you know, people describe you, I'm but they don't know your name. there aren't more, though, because like, usually when you have someone who's, right. A, that old and has been around that long, by right. now someone has called them, like, an old well, hag, 
whatever. Have like, you been? Did you use aliases from the Marvel Wikia too? Yes, I use both comics oh. and and TV or movies. All right, hold on one second. Agatha Harkness. All right, alias investigations continue. Dini, Oh, that's James Bond. But you know what I'm saying. Professor Emeritus Harkness is the only one. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Marvel. So, really this has been on this Alias one. Investigations Part 2. All right. <laughs> Theme music for so, the full time. <laughs> All right. So this is, the, this is the plot of Fantastic Four number 94. Spoilers yep. for a 51-year-old <laughs> comic. Yep. Okay. Deciding to name their baby Franklin Benjamin Richards... First of all, it's like, oh, right. This established character of many, many years. Cool. They decided on a name. Well, they Honoring just had the baby. Father, <laughs> Honoring both Sue's father and Ben, Reed informs his friends that they are both going to bring baby Franklin to a child-rearing expert named Agatha Harkness, who lives in a mansion on Whisper Hill. It's, That's they a have good to, name. In order to get... The that's child rearing is free Hill? as long. Yeah, like Whisper Hill is a, a really that good That is a choice location name. I don't know who wrote yeah. that one, but hey, good on you. Whoever it was, Stanley took credit for it. Um, <laughs> okay. Very possible. <laughs> uh, also, I, I like the idea of you, the child rearing is free as long as you stay in this uh, house on Whisper Hill for overnight. Um, what the team is unaware of is that the Frightful Four has reunited and plans to attack during their visit with Agatha Harkness. Mm. That night, after introductions are made, the the FF retire for the night as guests of Agatha. When the Frightful Four break into the mansion, they incapacitate Ben and the Torch, then trap Reed and Sue in their room. Planning to kidnap Franklin, they are first stopped by Medusa, the inhuman, not the mythical Greek uh, stone stone maker, um, who had only joined up with the group to protect the FF from them. So double agent Medusa, classic. However, she is bound by the trapster's paste. Remember, this is 1970. One of the villains, just a a big paste boy. Like, (laughs) just a sticky old paste boy. That was the ugliest laugh I've ever done. I don't know where (laughs) it came from. but (laughs) And yet it fills me with with the energy I need to go on. Um, (laughs) But the Frightful Four are then defeated by Agatha and her cat Ebony, unleashing her magical might and defeating each member with ease. When the FF free themselves, they are shocked to find all the villains defeated. They find Agatha quietly rocking Franklin to sleep. When the thing spies a book about the Salem witches, Agatha hints the fact that she herself is truly a witch, which spooks Ben. Which spooks Ben. (laughs) Which, which spooks Ben. Um, I think that sounds like a killer comic book. Like that does. It's like psycho and hand that rocks the cradle and like like spider-man or like superman where it's like i've been what i've been here the whole time rocking this child to sleep like a good caretaker right yeah i'm a witch hey wink like turns to the (laughs) pan like to you the reader in one single panel wink they're like what did you just do nothing that one's not for you who do you keep looking at all right (laughs) so History of Agatha Harkness, super duper condensed. Believe me, this is condensed. Holy crap, she's been around for 51 years. Yeah. 
Agatha Harkness was old enough to remember 500 years before Atlantis sank to the bottom of the sea, which was purportedly around 10,500 BC. She owned that. What <laughs> in the world? She is quite... Listen, she looks great. I, I will say, for her age, magnificent. You know? Looking on you. great. All that skin What's, yeah, still hey, on. Agatha, what is your skin care routine? Drop it for us. I stole but- the Trapster's paste. <laughs> Ah, makes sense. <laughs> oh. Ancient paster secret, huh? <laughs> Back then, she had contact with the cosmic being Scryer, who had promised her that she, he would return whenever needed, only to be apparently destroyed. You hate it. You hate to see it. <laughs> oh, I love that sort of thing where it's like, I will always be here, immediately gets killed. It's like, great. <laughs> just run over by a bus. It just really sucks. Uh, although Scryer resurrected, because comics, Harkness gave him up for dead uh, at the time. And that was in Silver Surfer, Volume 3, number 135, oh. in 1998. In the 17th century, Harkness settled in the English colony of Salem, Massachusetts. She formed her own coven of witches, hoping to freely practice magic in the New World. In 1692 <laughs> AD, she and her group were persecuted by the Puritans during what became known as the Salem Witch Trials. This Marvel original event, the Salem Witch Trials crossover event. Um, no, just joking. Stanley was, was like, we'll totally to my idea. <laughs> Don't you worry, kid. No one's ever going to say nothing about this event. <laughs> it's the Salem Witch Trials. Enough said. <laughs> Excelsior. She encountered the... <laughs> She encountered the mutant hero Firestar when she was... When Firestar apparently was accidentally sent back in time while fighting the Sphinx. Marvel Comics, full of heroes and villains that you may never have heard of. <laughs> Believing her to be a witch, the Puritans tried to burn her at the stake, because that's all they know. Mm-hmm. She fought back, but was saved by Agatha, leading her to safety. And that was in Nova, Volume 2, Number 6, June 1994. Huh. Agatha revealed that she approved of the trials. Cool take. Believing them necessary for the magical people to grow stronger. She even sent some of her coven to cull the weak. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I mean, that is real villain shit right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It's to be like, "Mm, sure, they're killing our kind. We should partake in it as well. It's like, wait a minute, hang on. More power for me, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Um, it's like, hmm. Could save my best friend, but I could also have more power. (laughs) (laughs) My best friend's holding a soda, and I have no soda at all. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she asked Firestar to join her, but she refused. Firestar begged Agatha to find another option. Her pleas did not fall on deaf ears, and Agatha agreed and settled the town of New Salem, a secret magical community in what would be known as Colorado. So, like... Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was the next issue of Nova uh, number 7 in July 1994. So then... Cut to, she became the most powerful sorceress in the community of New Salem. She also founded it, so it's like, okay. And later, it's Grand Dom or Leader. Okay. D-A-M-E. D-A-M-E. Ah. Um, like Madame. Agatha was... Right, right, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, Agatha was involved in turning over various sorcerers to the witch-killing authorities on the grounds that she was strengthening the witch community by ridding it of those who could not defend themselves. Make New Salem great again. Eventually, uh, Salem Seven, her descendants, took over the New Salem community again. They captured Agatha and killed her by burning her at the stake. In an ensuing battle between the Scarlet Witch and Salem's Seven, 
The entire community's energies were drawn into Vertigo, who is one of the seven, apparently, who lost control of them. God, don't trust Vertigo with energies, I swear to God. Wanda managed to capture some of the energy and funnel it away, but the entire town was still decimated, which means reduced by 10%, or to 10%, but that's okay. Um, Wanda channeled the remaining energy to set in motion her becoming pregnant with her syn- synthesoid husband's children. That's Vision. In Vision <laughs> and the Scarlet Witch, volume two, number three, December 1985. That one's going to be handy for later. Yeah, keep it. Hey, keep that one in mind. Yeah. Later, Agatha resurfaced, avoiding explanations for her return. Lazy comic book writers. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you back? Oh, look. They've, there's a new Coke, huh? Cool. <laughs> I remember when Coca-Cola really was new Coke. It was brand new. <laughs> exactly. like, it was just, right, it was just old Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Grandma Agatha. And she's like, mm, I'm back. <laughs> and train, uh, so uh, uh, she claimed that Scarlet Witch's children were actually fragments of the soul of Mephisto and wiped Ag- Wanda's memory of her children rather than fight to free the two from Mephisto when he reabsorbed them. That was in Avengers West Coast number 51 and 52, November, December, 1989. Then she she went on to aid other mystics in a number of crisis situations and trained Wanda further in the use of her powers, claiming that her, her, Wanda's mutant ability was actually to use chaos magic and helped fully resurrect the Avenger Wonder Man in Avengers volume three, number 11, December, 1998. Oh, Wonder Man. This is a section called death, but don't worry, it's still comics. (laughs) Harkness ultimately died a second death, this time for good, after Wanda confronted Agatha about her children. Later, Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. found Agatha's corpse in her home as Scarlet Witch had murdered her teacher in cold blood. This is one of the first comics of Avengers I bought on my run of buying the Avengers. This was Avengers number 503. This was a disassembled. Mm -hmm. I think this is the last disassembled before House of M started. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, sometime later, a partially amnesic Wanda told Clint Barton, who had tracked Wanda to a small village near Wondagore Mountain, Wondagore, mm. um, that she was under the care of her Aunt Agatha in a small apartment. While Wanda was sleeping, Hawkeye, curious of the aunt's true identity, tried to turn the doorknob to her room. The knob appeared to slip from his hand, similar to Wanda's past, subtle probability manipulations and that is new avengers number 26 i also have that one uh maybe i can send some like quick snaps snapshots of like a hand on a doorknob or whatever yeah um that on the one also mentioned yeah one also mentioned this aunt to beast saying she was stuck out there for purposes of looking after an elderly relative who would worry if she got home late it creeps me out in a fun way to have these like references that if you know you're like that's Agatha. Holy crap. But you're like, what is that? Like her, otherwise you're like, is that like her grandma? Like what, what a weird thing to say. Yeah. It's it's a really weird concept, especially like if you know, like in the comics also like who her family line is. And then you're like, I didn't think that anyone was alive. So it's like very weird, you know? Um, But then also like, I love this like idea that like Spider-Man, right. It's like, I've got to take care of my aunt May. Right, I'm really still like a teenage boy. I gotta take care of my aunt. But then, like the one of the grandest like magic wielders of all time is like, I could literally rip this world apart. But I also need to be home by nine because my my old my elderly you know family member would be worried. And they're like, 
and they're not worried about you fighting <laughs> galactic, you know, like like you know, creatures. And she's like, eh, no, she knows that. She fine. wants me to express myself. I just, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, she she encourages me to to do extracurriculars. Um, she was later resurrected when her mom. I wrote who was also a Scarlet Witch. It kind of got shady about who was oh, Scarlet Witch. You mean Wanda's mom? Okay. I I guess no um no Agatha oh, was Agatha's mom when her mom I guess Wanda's mom sacrificed her soul. You know yes Wanda Wanda's mom sacrificed her soul to revive the goddess of witchcraft. I guess Wanda's mom in one of the comic series was also a Scarlet Witch. That is something that was brought up. Um, yeah, like. It was very, like, there was a lot of, like, I mean, we'll get into it when we get further into this series, but, I mean, like, yeah. there were so many theories about this show. Yeah. Uh, and, like, one of them being, like, when you kind of first see a potential glimpse of a Scarlet Witch, there was confusion as to whether that was supposed to be her, like, actual mother or if it was her or what. You know, it's, like, right. really confusing because, like, I don't know. It's a whole other concepts right. we'll get into later. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh, and the comics and, are no less confusing. Sorry, was what my point was. Right. <laughs> um, the also, uh, I'm reading, as as you know, I'm still in the part of the show where I'm reading War of the Realms. Mm-hmm. And there are these, uh, there's this team called the Daughters of Liberty who are badass women throughout history, which is super cool, including like Harriet Tubman was one. And Agatha Harkness is like one. And all these, and like Sue Storm and like, Think of a cool, like, Captain Marvel. Any Anyone cool, basically, okay. in the Avengers universe. Um, I made a face, like, sorry, not, like, at, at the whole thing, but I mean, like, I was like, okay, okay, you got, okay, sure. And then you said Agatha, yeah. and I was like, uh, and then you continued, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, they basically... Um, Question, though, about her. Uh, Captain America's having a tough time, so the Daughters of Liberty come and uh, save him. Just super duper save him. Um, so that is Agatha Harkness in abridged history throughout 51 years of comic books. Evanora, way shorter because she's new for WandaVision. Huh. Um, in an interview with uh, Entertainment Tonight Online, Jack Schaefer, who is the showrunner and head writer, stated that it was briefly explored the possible, um, they briefly explored the possibility that Agatha Harkness wanted Wanda Maximoff's powers to bring Evanora back but that it felt like too much of a detour. So, Hmm. which I kind of get, like this scene would have been much more crucial and probably earlier in the show. Right, if they they were going to go that route. If that had been the thing, yeah. Or maybe, I guess it would have been the same place, but there would have been like three more episodes probably where it was like, hey, I need my mom. Um, My mom is the only one that knew the recipe for ginger beer. I gotta bring her back. She goes, "Uh uh-huh, writes it all down. She goes, great, thanks. It just like immediately <laughs> re-kills her. It's like, all right, great. Thank you. It's been bothering me for 3,000 years. You know? And then stir for, oh, crap. Oh, I was too quick on that. Uh. Damn. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> oh, my God, for 20 minutes on low. Okay, thank you I was you so thinking much. 20 minutes, too. Holy crap. Really? Um, oh, that's interesting. That's weird. Yeah. I was like, what's a all long right. time but isn't too long? Right, right, exactly. All right, so that is fake comic book story stuff. Sure. I, I have a couple of things about the witch trials, though. Okay. Um, so in witch trials, a series of hearings and prosecutions 
of people accused of witchcraft in colonial Massachusetts between February of 1692, I almost said 1962. No, we were persecuting women in a different way then. Um, and still are. May have, may have, <laughs> then and to the present. Yep. Uh, so February 8, damn it. February 1692 through May 1693. More than 200 people were accused, 30 were found guilty, and 19 of those were executed by hanging. 14 women, 5 men. And then there's good old Giles Corey who was pressed to death. Pressed to death for refusing to plead. And then 5 people, at least 5 people just died, just went ahead and died in jail. Um, Giles Corey is the more weight guy. Um, Is the what? More weight, more weight, because he wouldn't give up. He was like, bring on more fucking stones. Right, right, I'm right. going to die and screw you. I mean, hey, man, I'll tell you, that was like, that's a badass way to like. It is a badass move, It's like, if you know sure. you're going to die, instead of like letting him be like slow and stuff, like just give him the proverbial middle finger and be like, more weight. Yeah. Crush I mean, me. I don't know exactly um, Giles Corey's rest of his whole thing. But in this instance, kind of feminist ally Giles Corey. Like, no, I'm not going to accuse some woman and they take the stones off me. Just gimme, 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 yeah. crush me. The first ever simp <laughs> in world history um, who I, ju- I just explained to James like this last weekend what a simp was. So now James yeah. gets that joke. This is exciting. I do. I do. A new but segment, gonna... Simpson Marvel. Simpson uh, Marvel. Marvel um, Simpson. Uh, no. Marvel Simpsons. Um, okay. Uh, so then I was wondering about how they were all he- executed by hanging mm-hmm. because I was like, what about burning? Isn't yeah. burning? The myth of burnings at the stake in Salem is most likely inspired by European witch trials where mm. execution by fire was a disturbingly common practice. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Medieval law codes, such as the Holy Roman Empire's Constitutio Criminalis Carolina, Better than the Constitutio Criminalis Texas by it's just sweeter. It's just a little bit sweeter. Sure. Oh my God, barbecue joke. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not sorry. But don't be sorry. sorry. You're talking to a man who like constantly is like smoking meats and grilling. Like that's my right, kind but of. We're joke. talking about women burning at the stake. Oh no, you know what? That's actually a good point. I was like, hey, that's my that's my wheelhouse. And then you know, you I know mean, what? That's fair. It's a, it's a joke that I'm I that James the private citizen can laugh about with his friend Colin the private citizen. It's too dark I think for television though. I, think I we agree. Need to, I will probably yeah. cut that part out. <laughs> cool. Um, it's, <laughs> oh my God. it's stipulated that malevolent witchcraft should be punished by fire, and church leaders and local governments oversaw the burning of witches across parts of modern day Germany, Italy, Scotland, France, and Scandinavia. So okay, it was just a sensation. Does that? Does that mean that, like, the myth about people, not myth, but well, maybe it is a myth, the story about them drowning people, is that actually just a myth and that never happened? Those were, I think, tests. Oh, to oh those, see. that's right. That's right. Because that wasn't like, yeah. we can confirm that you're a witch, so you're going to be killed. This is like, we're not sure. So to test that theory, we'll do this. And I think that oftentimes it was less like, let's test it, and more like, we heard you were a witch, makes sense. Um, come right this way, right, um, like not even taking it to court, just being right. like, yeah, mm, do you process. Seem, you seem awful. Let's. Uh, <laughs> it's like you know you you, you take face. it to court if it's like oh, I really don't want this one to be true because actually, <laughs> like she one time watched my kids while we had to go out of town for the weekend. Right, Are we sure Whisper about Hill. this? But it's like if 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 it's the person that like 
ever since fourth grade. She's driven me nuts. Don't yeah. d- take the test. Take the test. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly that's exactly right. It's you know, pe- I'm sure I'm sure more than one petty grievance was solved by which execution. Ugh. Horrible, horrible. Which is thing. the word? I mean, oh, like that made me yeah. honest to God. You said that out loud, and like I felt my heart sink. That's yeah. not good to say either. <laughs> Fuck. So many, so many turns of phrase. There are so it's many turns of phrase magic. that do not work with this topic. No, but like right. I felt my heart just like drop to like the pit of my yeah. stomach, basically, because like that, yeah. like it's like the thing where you're like, to a certain extent, like quote unquote, you're laughing about it now, but it, part of it's really more just sure. like uncomfortable laughing. Oh, but it's for like, sure. You know, it's that thing where it's like, okay, haha, you know, people were dumb back then, but it also it's like, oh my god, like human beings oh. are just awful. I'm, yeah, when I'm what I'm laughing at is not the death of these correct completely innocent women. I'm laughing at how I'm, it's yeah, it's dark laughter at how very little has changed. That is like, also true. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So historians have estimated uh, that the witch hunt hysteria that peaked between the 15th and 18th centuries saw some. 50, this is European. Sure. Fifty thousand people executed as witches in Europe. Fifty thousand, wow. but of course that's over the course of three hundred years, I suppose. Um, many of these victims were hanged or beheaded first, but their bodies were typically incinerated afterwards to protect against post-mortem sorcery. Ridiculous. Um, they're so thorough, and yet healthcare. Um, <laughs> other condemned witches were still alive when they faced the flames. That's much, oh, how much worse. Um, and were left to endure excruciating death by burning and inhalation of toxic fumes. So, the takeaway... Uh, that was uh, Evan Andrews, history.com, published on August 13th, 2014, and updated on September 1st, 2018. Um, the takeaway from all of this, in America, we hang witches. In Europe, they burn them. So that's what you can now, that's the piece of trivia you can take away from it. God. Um, <laughs> and then trivia that uh, I feel like you really want to know, but it's like, at least you but know. Now, now you know the answer to the, to the question, didn't they burn witches That's in America? True. And you're like, no, 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 no. no, no we no. had a new American way of doing it that they also did. In For America. a brief time, we actually cared about the environment. Right, right. Um, I had a piece of trivia, but actually, no, no, no. I'm going to say it because it, it's pertinent to the Salem Witch Trials. Uh, Agnes's fake marriage anniversary with her husband, Ralph, which was June 2nd, references June 2nd, 1692, which was the day that the Salem Witch Trials began. So Interesting. Salem Witch Trials Easter egg in there. <sighs> so that's Agatha Harkness and the Salem Witch Trials from WandaVision season one, episode eight. Uh, that's that's all I got for you. This is it's our horrible. heaviest episode yet. <laughs> but just, hey, just you wait, because right after this, it's going to get way worse. Oh, I know. It does um, get it does get worse for a bit here. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. Here, I will say, not again, not that like modern days aren't also bad, but it's yeah. funny how like even in comic books, they make you look at like history, like IRL history mm-hmm. and paint to you like, look at how like just dreadful like things were when people yeah. didn't understand things like science or like social cues or whatever. And you're like, oh right. my God, this is barbaric. I'm going to go yeah. at some person and like talk about how shitty they are or like you know, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're not learning from it. But still, like, it, it is, like, yeah. crazy sometimes to see 
those things. I mean, and also for the two of us who have both come from other media properties where we've talked about the Salem witch trials, like there are still things that I'm still learning about this, even like years yep. after. It's like, sure. man, it's, it's, yeah. there's so much to it. It, it absolutely. I, I think of this section of Timeline Scavengers as opening a bunch of books that are all bad things, bad things, bad things, bad things, bad things. And then as our heroes rise, that's very true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe sort of cancel some of these debts or at least pay them off. Comics like, really love to do like old, like really old and ancient threats to the, you know, to society. Yeah. Like they yeah. really love that shit. Cause like they can say like, Hey, we as modern society did not build this. Yeah. We built the solutions yeah. Well, I also love that the, that the, there's a common trope of you would get fucked up if you were alive in the 17th century. That's you so would true. be totally fucked. And like, I mean, true. Like, yes. yes, yes, yes. That is a that is a correct. But uh, that's another trope where they're like, uh, you're, you're nothing but an ancient. Oh, you've shot me. Oh, <laughs> well, now, James, okay. I thought that I had a bunch of time between you shooting me and you reloading, but. Apparently well, you, sure you were faster about that. Yeah. yeah. Now, real quick question for you, James. If if this was the yeah. 1700s, like right now, obviously we would not be recording a podcast because we wouldn't have right. this technology. But, you know, if, if we lived in the 1700s, what do you think would have taken you out? Like, do you think you'd still be alive, like at your current age? In oh, this? no, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. What do you think would have killed you? I was born with a cleft lip, mm-hmm. which wouldn't have been repaired. So that's rough. Yeah. Um, or it would have been repaired poorly, so maybe that's one. Mm. Um, C-section, so yeah, there's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, assuming all of that, uh, seizures, so mm. like not doing great. Yeah. Um, but let's say I survive all of that, I'd probably like like stub my toe and die from gangrene, <laughs> like. <laughs> I here's the thing. I don't think Fuck. I would have. I would have gone out for either the most boring thing possible, like you, like kind of like that, right? Or something like you. I don't think I would have been the type of person that would have been like middle ground because I'm not a fighter. So I I don't see myself getting into situations where I'd be like, um, I mean, I'm very vocal about things, but like I am very scared by <laughs> confrontation IRL. So like if someone actually was like. You want to take this outside? Be like, no, let me buy you a drink. Like I would completely, I I would cower away, right? <laughs> um, so I think that like I also had, uh, I was also born a month early. Um, mm-hmm. I was a C-section as well. Um, and so I probably would have died because I had to go to the ICU or NICU technically um, right, right. as a baby because my lungs weren't fully working just yet. Um, Oof, yeah. So I actually probably would have died like, ASAP if it was 17th century. Yep. But I do yeah. also think so. Again, I'm trying to think of like, you know, what I have done in my life that would translate to the past. Um, I also have been in uh interracial relationships, which also oh, yeah. probably would have gotten uh, yeah. me killed. Um at, certainly at the very least, like arrested and some and, and like I would have gotten into some yeah. like major trouble for that. Um but uh I'm trying to think. I I think the worst thing I probably have ever had. I've never had like an. You awful, probably would have been fine. That's true. Like that's a, a good slap point. on the wrist. That's a good point. Um, well, that's why I said probably for me, like jail or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also at the same time, like 
okay, like I said, I'm not a fighter or whatever, but I I do think that right. I would have stood up for my partners, and that probably could have gotten me yeah. Uh, yeah. killed or severely fucked up. Um, I right. do also think that, like, as a kid, although I never, you know, died or got, like, injured from this, I imagine that 1700s me who didn't get, like, medical help, like, if I did somehow survive that, like, you know, my lungs not being fully properly made— I probably would have just been like a very sickly child and probably right, like right. all my like tree climbing and stuff like that would have just gotten me like just got, I would have just like slipped out of a tree right. and just like gunk right on top of my head. He um, fell off the lowest branch. I'm not sure how. <laughs> one time when I was like seven or something like that, I was sledding and I smashed my head on a patch of ice uh, and got a major concussion. Uh, and I probably would have like back then they would have been like, ah, oh, let him sleep it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> I probably would have died from that, you know? But, uh, right. Yeah. Well, so in, in conclusion, what a, what a lovely place we live now. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, a lovely time period we live. Technically, also, part, if we were born in the 1700s, we surely would be dead right now, right? Well, it's I mean, maybe. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. You think that we would have found some magic? Could have been some superheroes, some cave of time. <gasps> Ooh, I'll take oh. you out for a Big Mac. Um, Setting up a guest so. spot that we have absolutely no idea <laughs> if it'll ever happen. Ooh. <laughs> all right. That is all I have for today. Uh, Colin, would you like to do some social media? I would like to do some social media. Uh, if you would like to find the show, you can find us on uh, both Instagram and Twitter at TimelineScav. Um, we didn't have enough space for scavengers. Um, and if you want to find me, you can find me at Colin M. Parker. That is C-O-L-I-N-M-P-A-R-K-E-R. You can also find the Scavengers Network, the network that we're a part of, at scavengersnet and scavengersnetwork.com, where you can find a bunch of great shows on the network, such as, uh, at the time of recording this, new to the network, the Lost Years. Um, the Lost Years is a 90s retrospective fan cast that's currently going through every episode of Boy Meets World, one of the greatest shows ever to, to grace this planet, uh, which is also on Disney+. Plus. So we're giving a lot of mm -hmm. Disney Plus shout outs here. So Disney, hit us up, you know, like, let's talk. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy their show a lot. It's very, very fun. Um, and final thing that I'll plug here is patreon.com slash the scavengers network for just $2 a month. You can find all the bonus content for our show and for other shows. Uh, and it's a lot of really cool stuff out there uh, that you get all of the backlog and all of what's to come. Um, James, what about you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at unabashed James. That is unabashed James. <laughs> And you can, uh, yeah, I mean, come talk to me about about whatever. Um, show me if, if you have some of these. Hey, listen, if you can, uh, if you want to send me a copy of Avenger or of, uh, Fantastic Four number ninety four, uh, please do. I would accept that gift from you. Um, but I think, I think that's it. Is that yeah. it? And then, oh, oh, you know what? Sorry, before I forget. Oh, that was close. Also, quick shout out to Nick Bramald, who did our yes. music uh, yes. for the you know, intro and outro. Uh, we are going to talk to him about doing some of the segment music, as well as Eli Chambers to do some of the segment music. 
Um, so check out uh, Nick Bramald, which is N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D on Twitter. Uh, and you can find out more about like his Instagram and his, uh, his uh, composition website and how you can uh, book him as well. Makes incredible music uh, and unbelievably fast. It's crazy. Uh, how quick and like good this stuff is. So cannot speak highly enough about this man. Uh, and that is all I have. So cool. with that being said, I'd like to thank you. So with that, I would like to thank you for joining us here on Timeline Scavengers. I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Excelsior! The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Previously on Finish It. I jump on the woolly mammoth. Very nice. Eventually, you become captain of your own ship. You become the captain of your own ship? <laughs> Life is harsh and simple with the cave people. No, boy. Vampire advances toward you step by step by step. The usual way. <laughs> does that sound like fun? Yes, it does. I'm Matt Yule. And I'm Chris Yule. And on our podcast, Finish It, we're going through all the interactive fiction books ever. And we read every single page, and we don't stop until we got every drop. <laughs> we're going to juice these books. Find us at finishitpod.com or finish it on any podcatcher. catcher. <laughs>